Hello, friends, and welcome to this episode of the Lockdown Winnipeg Jets podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets for our official podcast Twitter account. As always, if you like what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice. We appreciate you making us the first listen of your day, and you can find us on all of your favorite platforms every day of the week, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, and the Odyssey app. Dropping a like, follow, or subscription is totally free, and it sure you never miss another episode. We greatly appreciate your support and love have you listening to us and chatting with us about all things Jets. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On this evening of, uh, well, I guess the evening before even more preseason action, we are currently just in a holding pattern with the Jets. Obviously, a lot of stuff is going on with roster transactions and whatnot, and I thought I'd talk a little bit about the uh, the lines that are starting to form. It seems like Maurice is getting closer to the starting regular season lineup that I expect we'll be seeing this year. There are some interesting notes that I think have come out of this, some things that I may be optimistic about, some stuff that I think could be fixed, maybe a couple of things that I think will be problem points throughout this year, but will, you know, remain a little bit optimistic in certain areas. I think overall, compared to the last few years, my gut reaction is that the Jets should be pretty good this year. I think all things being equal, Winnipeg has made a lot of really smart upgrades and even though it is like expensive cap hit wise, I still think it was worth the sacrifices the Jets have made. Like I've said on previous episodes, I think the Jets recognize that yes, in fact, the window for competing with this unit is actually closing pretty quickly. Everyone is in their mid to late 20s for the most part. You don't have as many really young players and the guys who are, you know, on the younger side are like Pierre-Luc Dubois. Um, I think Cole Perfetti is basically a, a baby at this point, but of course he's not really in the lineup. So you're kind of looking at maybe some of your other prospects. But when you think about Veselainen and some of the other guys that may or may not get into this team, none of those guys are particularly young. A lot of them are like 24, 23. And while it's young to us, it's not necessarily young by pro hockey standards. So in so many words, I'm saying this is the year to make hay and and try for a run. And I think Winnipeg really recognizes that. And overall, I think that they've done the right thing throughout this offseason and created a pretty competitive team. It's not going to be an amazing squad compared to some of the teams out there like, oh, say Tampa Bay. But if nothing else, it's going to be fun, and I think that's what we've all been asking for for many years. We're tired of watching the Jets be crappy and dull, and if you're going to lose, at least lose in a shootout. Have fun. Be wild and rambunctious. Be fun to watch and enjoyable, and that's kind of, that's really what I'm looking for this year. I just want fun hockey. Speaking of fun hockey, it is time to take a look at the forward units and see what the Jets are up to these days. We've got four lines that I think are are basically good signs of who we expect to see on opening night. We've got Connor Shifley-Wheeler, which I feel like the end of time will arrive and that line will still be together. They're going to be non-existent at that point, but somehow, somewhere, Paul Maurice will make that line last for eternity. No shocker there. Second line is a little more intriguing. This one is Cop Dubois and Ehlers. And I don't know if this line is going to really gel 100%. I, I think that there are some really good complementary skill sets here. But one thing is that like Dubois and Ehlers at times don't always look for each other in the right ways. I felt like there was a lack of chemistry last year where Dubois loves to park it sort of, you know, net front or to the side of the net around the goal line, and Ehlers sort of skates around in circles with the puck. 
both have some incongruencies in their games that I think they could really work on sort of aligning because I think Ehlers has all of the space creation and passing ability to really make use of Dubois' really good positioning down low. Kopp will add a nice defensive presence and might be able to chip in a, a couple of points here and there. I think he's got plenty of opportunities to sort of jam stuff home and take advantage of the chaos. He's definitely a pretty skilled player and he should be a nice forechecking presence. So I expect pretty good things out of this line. Hopefully PLD is ready to step up and really show off his... Uh, not his Home Depot skills, but certainly building something else called chemistry with his line mates so that we start seeing more successful results. I think once Dubois is really comfortable and feeling at his best, he'll be a monster. On the third line, we've got Stastny, Lowry, and Veselainen. I'm not really convinced of this line yet. I still need to see more of it. Um, I think that there's potential for it to be effective if Veselainen is allowed to be one of the lead shooters. But with the way that this team tends to deploy him and how they've asked him to play... It just doesn't really seem like they're making the most of his skill sets. I get that there's a desire to add versatility and, and make him more of a power forward and certainly a forechecking presence, but Veselainen is naturally a shooter. And if you're not using him in that role, you're going to be disappointed, I think. Veselainen has a lot of skill and I think he's actually shown pretty well, despite the weird change in his role, but... Overall, I still think his shooting and his attacking positioning remain his most valuable traits. I'll give the, the line certainly some time to show that it can in fact be really effective, but thus far I'm a little bit skeptical. The last line that we've got that looks like it'll be starting is Harkins, Nash, and Svechnikov, which, yeah, looks like a pretty solid fourth line. The only thing that I don't know about is if Harkins is going to be successful alongside Nash and Svechnikov, and I think part of it is because Harkins really needs a highly skilled center, and Nash tends to be more of a defensive presence. I think Nash isn't really the problem. It's more like there's just, again, a little bit of an incongruency when it comes to skill sets. I think if you give Nash, like, a really forechecking aggressive forward, somebody like, uh, I don't know, Lowry or something, that might be the kind of fit that you're looking for. But with Harkins, I think you need somebody like Stastny who can find him in open spaces and basically set him free to use his really elaborate stick handling and pretty high-end attacking skill to score those beautiful goals. As much as Harkins may look like a forechecking, grindy kind of forward, which he can definitely do, he has that in his game, I still think his ability to create offense in and around the, the low slot area is what makes him super valuable. He's got really soft hands, he's got good vision, and pretty high spatial awareness. So I don't think that asking him to be alongside a more penalty-killing kind of player is the kind of role we'd be looking for, but maybe this unit will actually work out. I thought Nash throughout the preseason wasn't too bad. He contributed some offensive chances, he created, you know, decent passing and shooting lanes, thought he played his role successfully, so maybe we'll see some magic on this fourth line, and maybe Svechnikov can pot a couple of goals himself. Unfortunately, the guys who aren't making it are Toninato, Gustafsson, and of course Cole Perfetti. And I'll talk a little bit more about Cole and, and what I think about Gustafsson because I think both of them really do deserve longer looks with the Jets, but obviously the team seems like they're they're pretty set with how this team and roster and lineup is starting to shape up. So I, I don't expect to see any of these guys anywhere else except like either the press box or the moose. Now Perfetti and Gus definitely with the moose. Toninato will probably be the 13th forward. I think Toninato should actually get some games here and there as well because he actually brings a pretty nice penalty-killing presence with some smarts and defensive acumen. I think if you want to rest a guy here and there, this is the kind of player that you would rotate in, and Toninato actually will do a pretty good job. But like I said, the other two guys, Gustafson and Perfetti, I have some thoughts about their roles with this team, but I'll talk about that after we cover the defense and some of the goaltending. Before we get too wild though and talk about the roster, I do want to let you know a little bit about why DirecTV streaming is your best option for all of your TV needs. 
Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle, and a great way to finally get your TV all together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part? There's no annual contract whatsoever. So get rid of that clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at DirecTV.com. That's DirecTV.com. Stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. Compatible with device required. Content varies by package. Go to DirecTV.com for more information. Hey Winnipeg Jets fans, this is Harrison Lee with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. My listeners are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just log on and download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code HOCKEY and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's up to 50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using Get Upside. Just download the app for free and again, use promo code HOCKEY to get your 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and many other brands. Getting started seriously couldn't be easier. Just download the free GetUpside app and use promo code HOCKEY to get your 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank and start saving. There's never been a better time to save at the pump, and all you need to do is download GetUpside for free at the Google Play or App Store. Download GetUpside today. Hello friends and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen of the day. We are now taking a look at the the preseason lineups, maybe some units that are starting to coalesce and form what look like pretty permanent partnerships. I've talked about the forwards, and now it's time to talk about the defense and the goalies. We'll start with the goalies because that's probably the easiest part of the equation. This is uh, unfortunately not going to be Mikhail Berdine's year. It seems like Eric Comrie is the guy that they're going to stick with for now. Um, Berdine has been sent back to the moose, but... In Berdine's defense, I thought his one game was actually pretty decent against Vancouver. He faced mostly NHL shooters. I thought he looked alright, but of course some of his mechanics and movements and stuff still looks a little raw to me. He's a very fun netminder, but he's still kind of a work in progress in certain areas, so I wouldn't mind him spending a bit more time with the Moose before we might, you know, throw him to the fire and put him through some really difficult shooters. Comrie technically has the backup job, but I don't think the Jets are going to be super satisfied with him eating up most of those starts. It looks like Michael Hutchinson has just hit waivers, and if things are still capable of being salvaged between the Jets and Hutchinson, I wouldn't be shocked to see him return. I know that Mike isn't exactly a really high-end backup, and certainly he's had some struggles over the past couple of years. I don't expect a lot from him, but if the Jets are looking for a warm NHL body who can maybe perform at a level above Comrie... You know, I think that's probably what they're looking for. They don't expect a lot. They're not looking for, you know, a 1B or anything. But Hutchinson, he'd at least be able to eat more minutes and probably make a few extra saves. Nothing too extraordinary, but just enough to put Comrie back in the moose. It's not like Winnipeg has many better options right now. So, as the saying goes, beggars can't be choosers. As far as the defense goes, we've got Morrissey Schmidt, we've got Dylan and Pionk, and then Bolu, DeMello, and occasionally Heinella DeMello. So, The pairings, yeah, I think we have some options here. 
Morrissey Schmidt looks like it's going to be the first pairing. I've talked about that one before, said I'm not super in love with the idea, just because it feels like unless Schmidt really turns a corner and is able to carry Morrissey, I, I don't think this pairing is going to be super successful. I think the hope would be that they score like five points a game or something together because it seems like they're probably going to concede a decent amount of chances at the other end. Unless Schmidt's really good in defensive coverages, which he, he himself I think is pretty good, especially skating out under pressure. But paired with Morrissey, not 100% convinced yet. Dylan Pionk should be a pretty good second pairing. I mean, you've got a really defensive stalwart in Dylan and somebody who's very trigger happy in Pionk and could create space. So yeah, I mean, that's that's a pretty sensible pairing. I don't think you really have to say more than that. The only thing that is a little bit sad is that we're not going to get a, uh, a Dylan DeMello pairing because I think for obvious reasons, that'd be really funny. Of course, uh, you've got uh, very similar names and stuff. But in terms of balancing the lineup, it actually makes the most sense to orient it that way. So Dylan Pionk, good pairing. The last pairing, <laughs> yeah, Beaulieu and DeMello, not something I want to see. As much as Nate is probably a great guy, and I think he's worked very hard, he's just not really an NHL-caliber defender. He is, if you're looking for like a 7th D who sits in the press box and occasionally comes in if somebody gets injured and can't play. But if you're looking for more than that, especially somebody who's going to play regularly, I'd very much be looking to pump the brakes here. I think DeMello can carry Beaulieu, but Beaulieu by himself is kind of a mess. So yeah, not really a pairing I'd be eager to see. I have heard that Heinle DeMello was a pairing that was tried as well. This one for me is a lot more interesting. Uh, it sounds like Logan Stanley missed today's practice because of his injury. I don't know if he's going to be coming back anytime soon. Uh, Paul Marie said it was day-to-day, -day, so it doesn't sound super serious, but it's just not super imminent. He's not coming back tomorrow. He might not be back on Friday for the last preseason game, but it seems like he'll probably be around for when the regular season starts. So I would expect Stanley DeMello to be the last pairing. I mean, I guess it's fine. I would prefer that DeMello plays with Morrissey. I don't know that Bullu Schmidt would really be my pairing option either. This third pairing for me is kind of a strange one because you do need to kind of balance it out and maybe give all three pairings pretty good deployments, but I don't know if you want to give uh, Stanley a lot of ice time. It seems like we're on track to see DeMello demoted to the third pairing role again, which I'm just not a super huge fan of. I think he deserves to get more ice time. With how crowded the blue line is, it's probably not going to happen. But DeMello might even be better in total impact over Schmidt. So maybe the Jets should actually let him play with Morrissey so that pairing is slightly less of a defensive disaster. But, you know, I rest my case. We'll wait to see what the Jets do. Maybe Schmidt-Morrissey actually works out. And all of my grousing and worrying is for nothing. I'll admit I don't think that's super likely, but that's kind of like my best case scenario and what I'm hoping will happen. Not what I expect to happen, though. Speaking of things that I was hoping for but unfortunately didn't see uh, occur... I have a couple of things from the Jets forwards and send downs that I think might be notes of uh, concern for the future. Not necessarily bad things per se, but some uh, observations and thoughts about how the Jets have handled some of their prospects and whether or not these guys really should be going back down. Before we dive into that though, I thought you should know a little bit about why betonline.ag should be the only place you do your online betting. When it comes to the wild, wild west of online betting, you need to know that there's a safe, reliable name that you can trust every single time. That's why you should put your trust in betonline.ag. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports action. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the season. As always, BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action coming up. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. 
Go to the website or use a mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. What's not to love? From football, basketball, boxing, and more, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. And as always, don't forget to use promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 100% welcome bonus on your very first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. There are literally thousands and thousands of vehicles out there, and it's really hard for auto parts stores to keep up stocking parts, accoutrements, and everything in between. You might stand in line for 15, 20, maybe even 30 minutes waiting for your chance to buy the part that you need, and you find out they don't even have it in stock. If you want to save time and money, then just go to rockauto.com instead. They're a family-run business with over 20 years of experience in the automotive industry. Their easy-to-use intuitive website allows you to sort by make, year, and model of your vehicle, and then set a price range filter so you always get the parts that you need at the prices you want. Whether you need a new engine control module or a floor mat replacement, rockauto.com is sure to have what you need in stock. And best of all, you can save anywhere from 20, 30, even 50% off retail brick-and-mortar in-store pricing. So why shop anywhere else? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. Hello friends and welcome back to this episode of the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast. We are now talking a little bit about uh, the preseason stuff and the lineup that's currently shaping up. And I think there are a couple of exclusions that I'm not 100% sure I agree with necessarily. Um, the one that really stands out for me the most is probably Cole Perfetti. And it's not because Perfetti, you know, is is a, a really high-end prospect. The kid is just naturally looking like he's ready for the NHL. This isn't something that I say about many prospects that Winnipeg basically drafted like a year ago. But when he was in preseason, and honestly with uh, some of the stuff that he's been doing in the AHL, his rapid improvement and the growth that he's shown as a professional player it's tremendous. And when he was on the ice for the Jets, he was basically one of the most consistently dangerous and creative players on almost every single shift. He was trying stuff that I haven't seen anyone in Winnipeg even attempt other than like Heinelo, Ehlers, and Shifley and some of these other guys. We're talking players with like the most elite tool sets, and that's who Perfetti is really reminding me of. I mean, he's just sensational, and I think he's truly ready for, for real NHL duty. I don't think that going back to the AHL is going to give him the sort of boost, at least in his development trajectory, that going to the NHL might. If he comes up to the big leagues, I think he'll be a lot more ready than people realize. For one thing, he's super intelligent, and I think his positioning and shooting and passing are just next level. So, you know, I think the tool sets that he brings, the way that he conducts himself on the ice, his commitment to improvement, and the fact that he's rapidly improved so quickly just leads me to think NHL duty, especially for a couple of games for an audition, really wouldn't be the worst idea. Winnipeg's kind of looking for options in the middle six of the rotation to really boost their scoring. And Perfetti, I mean, I gotta be honest, man, he looks better than almost anyone the Jets could ever get at the trade deadline. The only players that even come close to the sorts of skill sets and tools that he has are players like Stastny, but more like Prime Stastny, not the version that we have now, who's, mind you, still very good, just a lot older and, and slower than he used to be. But I, I really think Perfetti could be a contributor now, and while I do understand that the Jets are trying to manage the uh, the cap situation and contract stuff, I think it's honestly a, a bigger deal to get him in sooner rather than later because, let's be real, the Jets don't have many years left to contend, and if they're serious, they need to do everything they can internally to boost their odds, and if that means sacrificing an ELC year, you do it. I mean, that's the reality of where the Jets are. They, they have to compete with teams like Colorado, Vegas, some of the top teams in the NHL. If they want to win, 
They have to beat the best, and they need to be at their best internally and with their lineup. So, yeah, you know, Perfetti really does deserve a shot. Gustafson, I also think, really deserves a longer-term look. I know that David maybe feels a redundancy in certain areas for what someone like Riley Nash brings, but Gustafson has a lot more offensive upside, and I really feel like the Jets are kind of sleeping on a guy who could potentially be one of their most elite shutdown two-way middle six centers. Not just a defensive monster, though, somebody who possesses great spatial awareness, uh, great physicals that allows him to get into really dangerous scoring areas, really soft hands when it comes to distribution, good vision, and very high-end playmaking IQ. Gustafson may not look super flashy, but it's because he does all of the detail plays almost perfectly. You don't really see him making all that many mistakes, and when he does, he, he atones for it and cleans up. He's a very intelligent player in space. He knows where to find his line mates in coverages and, and how to create passing and shooting lanes. He's just really good, and I feel like it's crazy that the Jets haven't made more use of him. This is kind of a recurring theme with some other prospects. Veselainen really didn't get much of a look until this preseason recently, um, and now it seems like he's maybe labeled for a roster spot, but it feels like the Jets are doing this more so out of necessity than them really trusting him. So, you know, with Winnipeg, I think they're maybe letting some other kids overmarinate, and with Gustafsson and, and Perfetti, I really think that both could contribute sooner rather than later. Now, it's not like Nash is going to be some scrub either. I think Riley's actually very serviceable, and he brings some good things to the Jets that Winnipeg, frankly, doesn't have enough of. But by the same token, I also want the Jets to make use of some of the guys they have internally, especially somebody who's as talented as Cole is. I think both Perfetti and David could honestly do some really cool stuff that the Jets just could use a little more of. So we'll see if either of them gets more of a look throughout the, the season, and maybe when injuries and stuff hit, we get some call-ups. But for now... We're just going to have to take the lineup as it is. It's going to be a good team, and honestly, there are only a couple of things I would really change to start getting the most out of it, but for now, not too bad. I'd be curious to know your thoughts on Perfetti, Gustafson, and some of the other kids getting sent down. Be sure to let me know at HLLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter. For tonight's show, though, that is going to do it. As always, thank you for making Locked on Winnipeg Jets your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked on Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms. As always, thank you so much for your love and support. Have a great night, and go Jets go!